0: okay here we go now today we got a great episode for you guys today we have cody warble in the booth before we get into that though we gotta plug a couple things first things first holidays right around the corner perfect time to get the perfect gift what do you think the perfect gift is buds
1: we got these new beanies in we got black we got Orange high viz, we got our new vest back by popular demand. Get one on you now. Mm -hmm. These black quilted vests have been
0: out of stock forever, they're finally back in stock. Get them before they're gone. You can find those at bombhole.com, as well as a link to our Patreon, where from anywhere to five to 50 bucks a month, you can support the show. We greatly appreciate it.
1: What else, buds? We got Paper Tiger up a movie that Mike Rav put out on the bombhole YouTube. That's definitely worth your time. Give it a view. Lastly, if you're
0: listening to this show and you're not already subscribed, might as well subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. With that being said, let's get into the Cody Orble episode.
1: Here we go.
2: You are listening to the Bomb Pulse. Bomb Podcast.
1: It's going to be very hot. It's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs>
0: the Bomb Gonna slide down them big hills, you know what I mean? On the big, nice, burgundy snowboard. Okay, here we go again. Another beautiful day in the booth here at the Bomb Hole, which is presented by Liquid Death and Pub Beer. Now, first things first, Stony Buds, how we doing, my dog? So good, my dog. Always, always love hearing that. To my left, we have Cody Warbs in the booth. Cody, what's happening?
3: Doing good, boys. How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing good. I think we're going to start this thing off with... Uh, inaugural smelling salt,
3: I believe. Right?
1: You guys share there that we one. Go, throw throw some out to the boys. And uh, for the Holy people shit. listening,
0: we have a full uh, live studio audience with the dust box. <laughs>
1: you can share them.
0: There's like forty of them in here. It's wall to wall. This is a full live performance today.
3: Is this shit legal?
0: Um. <laughs> uh. I would like to say uh, no comment on that.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Depends what state.
0: You just give it a squeeze and then uh, give it a sniff and let's go. Here we go snapper give it a there it is Woo. oh, oh my
3: god holy, holy. fuck holy shit wow whoo there we go dude, those are way more intense than i thought yeah that will like wake going you up. under a wave like yeah. salt water rush the actually, brain bro that's holy actually shit. what it's like huh? instant high water dude <laughs> holy fuck. wow jesus all right, we got to give morning. a shout out Holy to the shit. to the
0: box who we got in the crowd today. <laughs> we got Mo, Coop, Noah, Bob, uh, Southie, aka Dan, and Colt. We got an all star cast in the in the crowd
3: today. Oh, let's give go. I got applause.
0: Let's give him some applause. Oh,
3: yeah, Thanks go. for coming, boys.
0: So let's start off. First things first. You are from Rado.
3: Let's go. Shout out Rotto. <laughs> How we
0: feeling? You got Rotto on your back? Are you proud? Are you trying to hide from your Bro, heritage? Or you wanna... know
3: I'm flag- waving that flag around. You Come got on. the Rotto flag? You yeah. Got, do you have it on the back of the vehicle? I wish. You should. I still got the plates though. Oh, you been do? been here for like four years, still got Respect. the Rotto plates. Yeah. How do you what town? Uh, I'm from Edwards, Edwards, Colorado. Edwards? So yeah, small okay. little town outside of Vail, about two hours from Denver.
1: Nice. I, yeah, I lived in Avon. I know where Edwards oh, is. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I had no idea. Did some years there. That's perfect.
0: How do you feel when people are chirping, Rado? Do you take it personal, or are you kind of backing
3: I mean, it? You know, I take that shit to heart, man. You yeah. can't be disrespecting the homeland. Mm-hmm. But about every one of my friends isn't from Colorado, so mm-hmm. they be chirping every day. Mm-hmm. So it's an, it's an easy thing to put on me, you know. Who's
0: the Who's the king, Rado? Uh,
3: Chato, obviously. Who's, I don't know. Who's the prince? Nick Baden. This is this has already been said, but this is this is how it'd be. This is how it'd be. <laughs> I knew you guys were gonna ask that shit. I'm gonna keep it. Where real.
0: where are you at in the Rotto standings? What would you put yourself as?
3: Dude, I might be the peasant, oh, in, the peasant in the in the, the fields. Peasant. Oh, okay. Cleaning up shit in the fucking yeah. stables. I don't know. The jester, maybe? Yeah, maybe the jester. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well let's talk
0: about I think your um <clears throat> like family dynamic is super cool because you grew up in like a true snowboarding family you know your dad worked for oakley let's give him an air horn Shout you out, know, to like Rick. Mo- mom ripping snowboarder. like what did it look like for you as a young kid snowboarding
3: i mean it's hard because like my dad used to be a big ski racer back in the day i don't know if a lot of people know this but Yikes. he was on like the, yeah he was on the u.s team for like skiing and shit for a long ass time so if it wasn't for him transitioning to that bullshit or to snowboarding at least i would be in a speed suit racing fucking gs today which i'm very grateful i'm not doing but uh yeah growing up like it basically was just like snowboarding all the time you know like just going out with like my parents like starting to learn how to do that shit and just ultimately snowboarding just for the fun of it you know
0: so you guys grew up like you know with oakley you grew up around like a ton of pros you know seeing like travis rice and danny cass and like all these heavy hitters you know, since your dad was with Oakley for over 20 years, kind of from the beginning to when they skyrocketed. And so, you know, around the time of the community project, you were around all these heavy hitters. So yeah. what what effect did it have, like, growing up seeing, you know, going up the chairlift with T. Ricky and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, it's, it, was, it was honestly, like, mind-blowing. A lot of it went over my head because I was so young, you know. It just seemed, like, so natural at that time. But looking back on it, it was, like, a big, like, stepping stone and path to, like, where I am today, kind of, like, just being around dope ass people all the time you know Mm -hmm. yeah
0: it's cool when you look at where you're at right now where you're like you're snowboarding you know we're kind of getting ahead but you're you're an atv you fucking do so much shit you can ride half pipe you can ride rails you can hit jumps and um it was cool talking to your dad because he's just like you know (laughs) what influence did he have on, on you because to me it seemed like he was like you're doing this shit, this shit's cool, don't do this, this is fucking whack, like, yeah, he kind of pointed you in the right direction as far as a snowboard dad, right? He
3: did, for sure, and ultimately, like, he was never, like, a, my dad was never a snowboard dad, like, in a way of, like, you gotta be doing this right now, like, the idea of, like, snowboarding was just snowboarding to us, you know, like, you get on your board and you just fucking do your thing, no matter what it is, like, because that's like ultimately what I love at the end of the day like I can't pick out like a certain aspect of snowboarding that I love the most like it's just basically all the same thing and that's what it is you know it's just fucking going down a hill on a piece of wood mhm stupidest shit on earth it's fucking well, awesome. let,
0: let's talk about uh, child prodigy Cody Warbs because you won USASA <laughs> nationals in pipe and slope. Yeah, Yo. uh, you're going to like Red Bull Air Awareness camps and performance camps. Yo. you child star uh, Disney XD, Next X, New Pollution. Fuckin you know, signed with Volcom <laughs> at seven years old. Jesus, let's talk about like young bobblehead <laughs> cruising around. What that was
3: like, dude? I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing <laughs> during that time. I actually had no idea what I was doing. I was just going with the flow and. I feel like a lot of that, like, really helped me out, like, with fundamentals and stuff like that throughout my career and what I've got going now. But, like, a lot of that shit was, like, not what I, like, genuinely love, like, and what I find, like, interesting now in snowboarding. But it was, like, a perfect, like, building block to, like, I don't know, get some stuff under my feet and, like, be able to talk to people and, like, stay around, you know.
0: So who are you competing with against, the U- like, in your USASA class in that, those times?
3: I don't know. One memorable one is, like, I beat Nick Baden in half pipe. (laughs) I'm going to hold that to his head. It was some sandbag shit, I'm not going to lie. This day that we did this contest on, it was the shittiest day out, and I was by far the youngest homie in the squad. And it just so happened to get perfectly sunny for my run, and I was the only one able to fucking lay down a perfect run. I'm still going to hold that over homie's head. That's it. what, and then the clouds got came you Nick. back
1: over for every other Every rider. single
3: person. Like I had Brock Crouch in there, Gabe Ferg, like Baden, like all these fucking homies. Beat them all. Like beast high pipe riders. And I just fucking came in with the sunspot and just fucking <laughs> ace my shit. Aced the Aleut McTwist. Oh, nice.
1: that's a that's a USASA staple. That's, right? my, yeah. that's my shit. The Aleut Mickey. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. bust that every run. Mm-hmm. Now, were you doing all this stuff when you were younger because your dad kind of got you into it or was something you wanted to do?
3: I mean, at the time, it was what I wanted to do just based on, like, the people involved with it, you know? Like, I was just doing it to hang out with homies and, like, be in the scene, basically. Like, my dad was never pushy about, like, what I had to do with contests or anything like that. It was all up to me. That's just what I wanted to do at the time. And I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing, too. It was just basically to hang out with homies and snowboard in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but it was good for me, you know? Taught me a lot about, like the aspects of snowboarding, like, what happened, like, what goes on in that kind of world, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild when you look at the people that were in those USASA contests. You have Brock Crouch, you have Gabe Ferg, you know, yeah. Red was probably somewhere in and out oh, of the yeah. mix, right? So all these people that are the same age as you, you're competing against. Some of them went on to, like, do Olympics and all this stuff, you know? Yep. And uh, you ended up finding your lane, yeah. which is with the, the box. And uh, it's just cool because, you know, it's almost like you took that classically trained snowboarding and then, like, applied it to this other kind of facet of snowboarding which is video parts yeah right
3: and i was heavily involved in that community for a long ass time like my first fucking 13 years of snowboarding i was doing that shit like every day like training almost like Mm -hmm. even though i didn't want to be there i was just trying to like hang with the homies but like that was my crew like Mm -hmm. i was like good ass friends with red like i'd be over at his house every single weekend and like going to ride like park lane at breckenridge and like being out there to, like, train in some sort of way, but, like, it was never really my art, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I never really actually enjoyed that part of snowboarding. It was more of just, like, to be on the board and, like, be with my friends, kind of, you know?
0: And while you're doing that, I also heard that your dad, you know, since he worked for Oakley, he'd take you on, like, heli trips in New Zealand and stuff, yeah. so, so you kind of had, Fuck. you did have both, you know, perspectives of, like, yo, like, you and your dad won the bank slalom together. Yeah. Well, only people to do that. Right. Yep. You won your respected classes. Yeah. Father, son duo. And it's like that, that ain't really going down with a lot of the people doing slope style contests. For so that sure. kind of also gives you some perspective on riding the mountain too. Right. That was yeah. important to you guys.
3: Yeah. And that's what I love most. And that's what like he taught me like growing up was just like you ride this mountain, dude, you don't fucking worry about anything else. Like we're going up the lift and we're going down as many times as possible like mm-hmm. that's just how you do this shit like don't center yourself into one like aspect of this because there's a million different ways to snowboard don't
0: pigeonhole yourself put yourself into a box uh, no pun intended
3: don't put yourself in a box <laughs> unless it's a dust box <laughs> unless it's the dust box yeah
0: well said now i have a question for you because um it seems like you grew up from what i hear from all your friends and everything doing my research like you don't watch videos and shit. You don't know much about videos, right? Or you you did, but you're not a nerd. Yeah. Like no, some. I can't.
3: I can't classify myself as a snowboard nerd right. in some sort of way, which I wish I was, you know. And it's like, I honestly like all my homies brought that to me. Like Cooper, like showed me so many videos that I had no idea about, mm-hmm. and like really like f- made me help like help me find a different love for snowboarding in a way, you know, like things that I'd like barely even knew existed because I like ultimately just love going out Mm -hmm. and snowboarding now like no matter what it is
0: jordan brown put it like really nicely he was i was talking to him and he was saying well i don't think cody was influenced by videos growing up he was influenced by watching people snowboard in person growing up because like for some people that grow up on the east coast or the midwest or wherever they grow up and they never see a pro so they're like the only real access they have to a pro is in a fucking video right but for you you're like Danny Cass, Travis Rice, like, you know, so like you, would you say you were more inspired by the in-person boarding?
3: For sure. And still am. Yeah. Like I, I, to this day, like I don't have a specific favorite snowboarder in any sort of way. Like my favorite snowboarders are the people I snowboard with every day. Like mm-hmm. my friends literally, or whoever I'm snowboarding with, like I catch inspo every day, off whoever I'm snowboarding with, mm-hmm. which I think is dope, you know? Cause that's like staying in the art of like, being in it mm-hmm. for like literally just being in it. Just being present. Yeah, being present. Exactly. That's what
0: I noticed when I see you guys ride. Like, you know, a lot of times myself speaking for myself, I might go up there with some type of agenda like, I'm gonna do this trick on the jump today and like for sure. If the camera's out, like yeah. or whatever, you know. But it seems like for you it's just like fucking we're strapping in, it's happening. Yeah. I seen you last last winter we were hitting the hog and the hog at Woodward and your tail was broken off your board. Yeah. Like it's just like it's happening, you yep. know what I mean?
3: You're out there till the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Just being present. I love this shit. Yeah, that's killer.
0: Um, Well, since we're on the subject of video nerd shit, let's just do an early Name That Video part. Oh, fuck. Okay, here we go.
3: I give myself 10% on this. Straight up. So that's a one. Name
0: That Video Part. Name That Video Part is presented by the Icon Pass. Now, it's going to be a great winner, buds. It is. It doesn't matter your ability level, your skill level. There's a pass for everybody at the Icon
1: Pass. Now, where can you use one of these hogs? You can use it at 45 different destinations worldwide, five different continents, nine countries in 15 states.
0: That's uh, that's a lot of places, Buds. It is. And, and uh, 4 dollars is... A hell of a deal compared to buying single lift tickets these days
1: that's the adult pass price that is the
0: adult pass price and if you can pick up one of these guys go to iconpass.com get yourself the season's pass you know it's gonna be a great winner you're gonna be missing out if you don't again iconpass.com pick up a new pass we'll have the link in our bio in our description here we go how are we feeling confidence levels 0 through
3: 10 dude I give myself I'll give myself a 3 just to like boost my own confidence okay but I'm pretty bad at this shit
0: well this is big for you he's kind of strong yeah this could be big for you here we go if you could.
1: oh he, he he looks like he might dude I, he I, looks I, like bewildered yeah bewildered you don't think he has I any think idea. I think he looks bewildered I feel like he's heard it he knows he's heard it but dude I love I love how you give like five seconds mm-hmm. like not even any
0: well we try to you do it so, it so it we again. don't get sued by sound right sound but yeah, it's, pull doesn't it up we not here we go
3: Oh shit (laughs) Oh shit Dude is that Pops? Is that fucking Seth? That's Seth you Is it? Yes it is I don't know the part (laughs) though (laughs) That's big for you (laughs) That's big for you Come on God damn! So look Seth, it what looks like what part is it though? It's a uh, good look. The people video. Oh my god! And so dude, I uh, knew it was one of those. We I didn't w- think you were gonna it get it at, now, at that all. But was, I know that's all punk and shit. I was thinking Fuck.
0: Seth, like either your contract's gonna like get bumped up or bumped down depending on that. So no, you, that was big for dude. you. That was your team manager's video part. So it's You got dope. yourself a bombhole cooler with bombhole merch, which is all available at bombhole.com minus Holy the cooler. Shit. Uh, nice work on that yeah, That nice was big work. for you Hopefully uh, You know Seth Hopefully you slide this guy A nice new contract
1: After that you know
3: I would have been fucked If I missed that Yeah eye. you you I might have been, been dropped Yeah you straight up been out. riding for I Vulcan Since seven
1: years old Back
3: to the stables Yep yeah, Back so. to the peasant stables
0: <laughs> Part two for naming that video Part is for the listeners You guys know the drill Here we go Okay Thank you guys for playing Name that video part
1: What's up with these things turning red? I think that's just the chemical reaction. Yeah, there's,
0: it's science. That's it's, dangerous. It's science. Yeah, it's basically science. Yeah. Okay, support for the bomb holes brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. Now, we're going to talk to you guys about the lawnmower 4.0. Now, Buds has basically. Uh, been growing out his bush since the 1400s. Have you
1: seen uh, 70s basketball games? Yes. The yes. afros. Yep. That's what I had going around in the so, ball area.
0: So how did the how did the lawnmower 4.0 navigate this kind of disaster jungle of a bush?
1: It uh, just got right in there, cleaned it up, and now it's uh, as smooth as uh, smooth, egg- smooth as eggs, smooth as an egg. Exactly. That's okay. A great comparison. Perfect. Now what, what do you have in front of you? That's the performance package. This is the performance package. This thing comes with. Uh, they're super soft boxer briefs, kind of the softest material made on earth. Okay, what else we got? It's got the uh, Crop Reviver, the Crop Reserve. What else crop is Crop Preserver. You got your Manscaped, as well as an accessory and charger. This is uh, the ultimate kit. Holidays around the corner.
0: Yeah, that's the Performance Package 4.0. Uh, it's a great gift for the holidays. If you're thinking about picking up a Manscaped for you or a loved one, use promo code bomb hole at checkout and you'll save 20% and take that disaster down in the crotch region, clean it up, get a manscape. Your, uh, your significant other will thank you.
1: And who else makes ball deodorant, you know? Exactly. S- sometimes, you know, you can skip a shower and just use this. You're good to go.
0: Yeah. That's probably one of the most critical areas as far as uh, stench you're going to want to manage. Stench
1: management is huge
0: in the ball area.
1: Stench management. You know, I met you... Back in the day.
0: Do you remember when I met you? Like, I think it was in Mammoth. You were a little kid and Jordan Brown brought you around. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck's this kid? Yeah. But.
3: Yeah, you know, probably hated me. No, long? I didn't hate you. I, I was, was just like, like, why
0: is Jordan bringing He's like, you were like a child. Yeah. I was like, damn, Jordan Brown's bringing a like child
3: smoking around. weed all over the place <laughs> <Yeah>. and shit. <laughs> how, how old? Uh, I was probably like 16.
0: 16. Yeah. It seemed like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But what I was wondering is like, what's the, what is it like, uh, you know, for you just like seeing, you're probably around a bunch of like people partying and stuff at a young age too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, shout out time. Pops for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I remember, like, back in the days, like, because my dad, like, was involved with Oakley, like, we'd go to these crazy monster parties at mm-hmm. X Games and shit, and I'd just be, like, a little kid, like, fucking running around, like, trying to, like, like, play these, like, pros and pool and shit and just looking at, like, Danny Cass, like, absolutely being a fucking psychopath going all over the place. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, you know, I got pretty used to it, you know. Mm-hmm. I never, like, really involved myself in the partying. Like, I just like being around the scene. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was fucking good I, times, I heard you a, know?
0: a wild story about, like, one of the first airbags ever made Travis Rice uh, yeah. brought up. Yeah. Like, oh, it was, yeah. like, pre-airbag even existing. It was, yeah. like, the forefront of airbags. And you were probably, Holy like, a shit. little baby. Yeah. And you, you were hitting the airbag with T. Ricky when you were, like, a small child, right?
3: Yeah, he was trying to teach me back rodeos. And I couldn't fucking do it, dude. it was, like, I was kept like throwing it like it was a back seven for some reason Mm. and it frustrated the shit out of me and i just wanted to do double back rodeo like t ricky for a long time
1: travis teaching you oh it was
3: mind-blowing dude it was insane but that airbag was sketchy as hell like you know how they have uh like backboards on the airbags nowadays like you slide down it and you can hit a backboard. this thing had nothing so you'd slide off of it at full speed downhill and just slide straight onto the groomer or like ice or whatever was there. It was (laughs) fucking terrifying. Dumbass invention, but. What was T. Ricky
0: chucking in that thing?
3: Dude, he was keeping it casual. Like me and him were literally just having like a session because it was kind of like a testing thing at that point. Like it was such a rare commodity that like we didn't know what was going on. So he was Mm -hmm. just trying back rodeos with me. I remember he did like a back rodeo nine, and I thought it was the fucking sickest shit I've ever seen.
1: Did they build this thing for you guys to test it to? because it was a new idea? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It was, like, right
3: in my hometown, so I was just, I like— I
1: heard Travis right wanted Edwards.
0: to get ready for winter or something. He wanted to, like, dust off some tricks according to your dad. Dude, it was your dad. sketchy
3: <laughs> as hell, dude. Like, I just remember it being the sketchiest thing. I remember there's a video of my brother, like, just sliding down it on his stomach or whatever. He like gets to the end and slides like forty feet on the ice, and is, like all has this major like chest burn and all this <laughs> shit. Like, there's a video of that somewhere, but yeah, thing was loose. Like get to snow, like just go chuck that shit on mm-hmm. snow, it, dude. Yeah. What are your thoughts on airbags? Just like fuck them, or I mean, they're dope in a way. Like that video, of that homie doing the what oh, the fuck the, was oh, it? Twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred. Get that thing to snow, dude. Like, get out there and chuck that thing to some ice. Let's see what really happens. Yeah,
0: I mean, you could probably legitimately die trying that trick. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. No, that shit was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I that guy's getting that.
1: close, you know? I mean, he looked pretty like he was going to land him at one <laughs> oh point. <my> God. <laughs> looked like a robot. <laughs> For sure.
3: Be a deer getting hit
0: by a car flying through Jesus Christ. Fucking dreidel just spinning. Yeah, that thing was
1: a little, I, out, a little out of control
0: but it was MFM no grab, you know that? That was money. He was going MFM no grab. Yeah. Steve on him. Um,
1: cowboy Tuck,
3: but
0: Another thing I was kind of wondering too um is, you know, you got signed with with uh Volcom at 7 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. how does one do that? Yeah, what like sponsor me tape? What's going on?
3: Well, I was blessed enough to be in New Zealand the same time as Ryan Boys, who is still involved with the company thoroughly and uh I was riding just, uh, at snow park at the time with my dad, like literally just snowboarding around. And I remember I went into a hot, for a hot chocolate in the lodge and pops comes up to me and he's like, yo dude, like there's this dude over there that saw you like riding the boxes and stuff. And he's part of Volcom. And when I heard that, I was like, fuck, like Volcom's the realest shit out. Like obviously. And, uh, He's like he'd he'd love to like just snowboard with you and link you up with some of the team and the team at the time was Tyler Flanagan, who was like maybe sixteen or something at the time. And I literally like just snowboarded with him for like eight hours straight. And they had like night lights at that time, so it was like I literally rode till like midnight with Tyler and just snowboarded. And then the next day Ryan ended up calling my dad or something like that, like, hey, like we'd love to put Cody in some gear and like just shred around and maybe take some photos or something. And we ended up going snowboarding back at snow park. And I did like this board slide on this massive long box and he like snapped a picture and it ended up going in bliss magazine. I don't know Sick. if you guys yeah, know what yeah. that is. I remember bliss. Yeah. Old. It was just like a little, uh, like am thing or whatever. And I was like, mind blown by that shit. Like took it to school, like shown people, oh, like yeah. just absolutely juiced on life. And then shortly after that, like, Ryan, I guess, talked to Billy Anderson or something like that. And then my dad got a call from Billy and was like, hey, like, want to put you in some gear. Like, maybe take some photos, you know, like model some product, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, brands but are it was looking just
0: for kid, kids to, like, wear the
3: gear, too. For right? sure, <clears throat> for sure. It was all just, like, a snowball effect kind of and, like, right place, right time kind of. Mm-hmm. And so unexpected because I, like, as a kid, like, I really, like, I knew I wanted to be a snowboarder, like, I've always known I wanted to be a snowboarder, but I don't, like, I've never had the aspirations to, like, really, like, get it, or, like, like, make myself, like, known for myself, like, I just love fucking snowboarding, you know, like, so it was a blessing to just be able to just be out there, and it, like, kind of happened, like, naturally, you know, which is rare, I feel like, you know, and I'm very blessed to, like, have that, for sure, very blessed to be part of the family for this long, like. It's amazing.
1: Not a lot of kids at seven are just brought to New Zealand either. That's oh pretty incredible.
3: God. No, it's insane. I think I was. I think I was a little older than seven years old for sure. I was probably like ten or something. Ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Still, still, fucked. pretty, pretty young, pretty dope. Yeah, it was definitely a finesse off the dad, bad shit,
1: dude.
0: Another one when you were a kid. Just uh, talking to Jordan Brown, he was saying that you went and and watched Niger like skate some giant rail or some. Oh with yeah. The whole squad.
3: Oh yeah. Fuck. I was probably like. Uh, I was probably 17 at the time. Oh, that wasn't that long. No, it wasn't too long ago. But yeah, yeah, we went and like, we were going up to the launch and like in Bear and I would fly out to see, or Jordan would take me up there because he, uh, he lived in uh, Orange County at the, yeah, let's get that going. He lived at Orange County at the time. So he'd like pick me up from the airport, like just drive me up there and drop me off. But uh, yeah, this one time he picked me up, he was like, yo, like we're going to go watch this crazy Nigel Houston spot. I think it was i forget the name of the event that it was it was like
0: oh the buster bale or something or mm, one of the or was the etn thing it was the etn thing, the ETN oh, thing. Yeah, exactly yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
3: exactly and he like took me and like we show up all mad late because jordan's all like kind of like that just casual and like pull up with my skateboard and i remember just pulling up and some guys like, like jordan introduces me to some guy and he like shakes my hand he's like where dude like you looking to get on this thing right now i'm like dude are you fucking shitting me like who do you think i am like i don't know if he was busting my balls or just like trying to like say some shit but i was like dude are you kidding me and after that i was shook Mm -hmm. and then dude watching niger do that shit was mind-blowing like i've never actually seen like a full-blown skate spot and that shit like put snowboard spots out of perspective like Mm -hmm. threw it in the dust it was gnarly it was sick. But he was also, like, partying and shit, like, drinking vodka out the fucking bottle, like, every hit and shit. It was really? insane. Yeah, they had, like, crazy EDM music. Like, one no Niger, that's, that's how Damn, it that's was. Damn, that's how you, you get know? fired up, huh? Yeah, I guess, dude. Take some inspo from that. That's well, wild. We asked you yeah, this it was in, the, crazy. in
0: the Patreon interview. I thought you had a great answer, but, um, you know, who your biggest influences were growing up?
3: Like I said, like, I, I've always had a hard time, like, with that, you know? Like, seeing people around at the time, like, I really, like, used to look up to like travis rice and like danny cass like those homies at the time like watching community project was like probably the most inspiration that i had like as a child and stuff like that but uh ultimately like every person that i ride with every day like mainly my friends the group that i snowboard with today is like my favorite snowboarders every single one of them and yeah that's pretty much it like i don't really do favorites favorites Mm -hmm. are hard for me i feel like it takes away from like every aspect that you could intake you know like everything like even as a kid like i never had a favorite color or anything like i just like feel like it takes away from everything else that mm-hmm. you can soak up hard to pick one yeah but it's hard to pick you don't want to be put in a box exactly Don't what, be a, what about
0: a box. Uh, josh malay
3: josh malay josh malay has yeah shout out josh malay fucking A R I P. rip he ultimately was like the biggest inspiration to get me uh, or me and my dad on a snowboard like Honestly, like if it wasn't for him again, like I'd be in a ski suit fucking racing and his punk rock lifestyle really influenced my dad and like got him on a snowboard, which ultimately got me on a snowboard, you know? But yeah, Josh was like, Josh was a fucking real one. I don't remember a lot from him because I was mad young, but he influenced a lot of people in the snowboarding community, at least where I'm from.
1: Absolutely. So he's the one who got your dad snowboarding.
3: For sure. And skateboarding. If it wasn't for him, like he'd be in a ski suit. I'd be in a damn ski suit, doing who knows what. Probably hating life.
1: I was gonna say you were probably pretty young when he passed away. I think I still lived in Colorado then. Yeah, at that time. That's that's cool though. Cool to know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, along these lines, I have a good question. uh, Guest question from your dad. Here we go. Hey Cody, it's pops. What's
1: good? Welcome to the bomb hole. Um, Question for you: We've done a lot of shredding over the years. What is your single favorite shred moment? you have one
3: hit oh. us hope you're doing well and having fun love you bud yeah rick shout out pops love eric to death um shred moment i mean fuck there's a million of them at this point but uh i don't know i've had some good days at brighton with uh with seth which are pretty memorable the general the general, him sending me off a uh, Walters cliff. Oh, that's a like a times. rite of passage. Yep. <laughs>
1: it, they <laughs> yeah. don't say
0: it's an initiation, but it's basically but like, it is. it's yeah. like an, a gang initiation. Dude, that's what it felt like.
3: like it
1: was like you don't have
0: to jump off this,
1: but like... Seth brought you to the top and... Dude, went, it was maybe like away.
3: my f- second week here and it was a powder day and he's like I'm with Reed and him and he's like, alright dude like, we're going to this cliff. It's called Walters. It's legendary. Like let's hit it and like pulling up to it. I was like, alright, like yeah, like I've grown up, like, free riding, like, hitting cliffs, you know, doing that kind of of shit. And I just remember pulling up to this fucking thing, like, creeping. Because he went to the bottom of it. And I just remember him telling me, like, all right, just creep up to the edge. Just creep up to the edge and see what it looks like. And I fucking creep up to that thing. And it's a straight fucking down to the flattest landing that I've ever seen, dude. (laughs) And it was, like, a triangle, like, the tiniest little patch that you had to land on. Otherwise, you're completely fucked. Tree after it. And... I think me and Reed fucking grabbed our nuts for about 10 minutes before we jumped off that (laughs) shit, dude. We were literally fucked, and I didn't land it then, like, the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, I jumped off that thing straight bomb hole. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Yeah,
1: Seth (laughs) waited at the bottom. Yeah, Seth was just there at the bottom
3: (laughs) just filming. I think Reed landed it, and then I was like, fuck, like, that thing is beast. Like, that's a real fucking jump right there. Like, that's some airtime. And then I think it was, like, three days later or something, I went back solo, and like, oh, nice. <laughs> I was with my friend David Ray. Shout out David Ray, Ethel Rose Flower Shop. But, uh, yeah, I went and just had to just jump it by myself. Wow. was able to fucking stomp that thing, thankfully. But that was one of the more, like, more memorable things. And every day I get in the van is a memorable day, for sure.
0: Yeah, slap some respect on the solo jump big time because... Dude, I had yeah, to do it. respectable. I
3: had to do it. And that, I feel like that cliff doesn't get much love all the time with snow, so... Yeah. When it comes, you got to do it.
0: That's something that they, they basically, like, JP and Jeremy and Seth, like, I've heard, you know, basically they brought, like, Brian Fox there and been like, dude, it's your initiation. <laughs> got to go off it. Like, it's a full-blown, that's so like, sick. Boy Scout patch type of situation.
1: Good to know Seth is carrying the torch huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a Patreon question yeah. to follow this up, uh, follow up that question from your dad. This is from Benny Pellegrino. Hey. And he says, Cody, what is the best shred memory you have with your father, the legend Eric Warble? Dude, definitely winning the
3: bank slalom with pops was up there for sure. That's heavy. Like, yeah, it was super heavy. Like super unexpected too on his part. Like he was going into that just like to be there basically with me, and like was like, oh fuck it, I'll race. You know, I'll see what I got. Chuck the wax on the boards. See how fast we can go. but get back to the roots. Yeah, you got this. Did he find ski some race old background. Irri- like illegal <laughs> ski yeah, racing wax and like that banned from competition? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was probably one of the most memorable. Then that was that was an insane time. Like he had no he had no expectations of winning his class or whatever. And I remember like midway through the day, he was like, "All right, like." I'll catch you at awards. Like, I'm going to go, like, hike some lines with Blair or some shit like that. Like, Blair offered me to, like, go hike, hike some shit and snowboard. And he disappeared for, like, five or six hours. Like, I had no idea where he was. Like, I was stressing. I thought it was going to be, like, just a casual hike and, hike and snowboard. But he disappeared for a long-ass fucking time. And awards came around. And I remember just sitting in the lodge by myself and, like, just kind of, like, waiting for him to, like, come back. Like, some stressful shit. I was like, dude, where's Pops? Like, he, I know he's on a mission right now, but, like, where the fuck is, homie? And uh literally as they were announcing his name, he walks through the door with, like, just snow fucking cake in his face <laughs> and literally walks straight to the award and, like, held that shit up. I was like, dude, this guy's fucking on his shit. What a champion. Like, yeah. A straight champ- champion
1: shit. Like, I was... That was
3: one of the most memorable
1: What shit. year was this you guys both won? Dude, it
3: had to been like 13 or something, 2013, 14. Oh, wow.
1: You got some
0: other duct tape too, right?
3: Yeah, I think I got like three of them. Podiums? Yeah. Sick. Three golds, one silver, or some shit like that.
0: Damn. When's the last time you raced one? Uh,
3: 2017.
0: Kid, yeah. kid might need to get back out there. Dude, yeah.
3: I would love to go back out there. But now that you got to race. You were racing
0: so. what, Grom or whatever? Or what was the class? It was
3: like Gen... Next gen, and then I rose, raced junior for like two years, I think. Now but you gotta come to dude. I'm sport, ready to though. get back in that open class, mm-hmm. see what those old heads got to do. You ever say. think
0: about uh, like performance enhancing drugs for the bank slum,
3: dude? I think all I need is smelling oh, salts. Smelling salts at the well, gate, that's all you be need. Yeah, we should a sponsor, We should,
1: yeah. We should look I like into that. that. We'll get you a little whack. bomb
3: hole sponsor,
0: yeah. Whacking some run through a wall smelling salts. <laughs> Everybody that does one ends up getting on the podium. That
3: would be perfect.
1: Today, we're going to be talking to you about Bub's Naturals. Huh, Chris? Let me tell you about their little apple
0: cider vinegar gummies. I've been chomping these things down. They are great for your gut biome, your gut health. Uh, I know that they helped out Angie, your wife, right?
1: Yeah, they helped her out a ton. She takes them every day. They fix some stomach issues she has. Loves the taste as well. They're delicious.
0: Yeah, it's not like you're choking down some gross. It's like eating candy, basically. It's like eating candy. It's good for your
1: stomach. Uh, they
0: also have their kind of token product, which is right in front of me here. This is the collagen protein. We like to mix up some shakes after working out, and it just keeps you, as you get older, bored and longer, you know, we start to deteriorate. This old chassis ain't running like it used to. You need things like collagen to keep it going, huh, buds?
1: Yeah, I'm as old as it gets out there trying to snowboard and keep up with these young kids. Collagen is the glue that keeps your body together, so... If you're taking it, it's just going to help you feel better, recover quicker. Great product, and it's a great crew, right? They're backed by snowboarders, absolutely.
0: Owned by snowboarders, and if you're if you were born in the 1400s like Eastone, you need collagen to maintain. I uh, think my in, body
1: would probably just explode. It would explode if I didn't have collagen in the system.
0: Exactly. So yeah, great. This the company's got a great story. Owned by snowboarders, you know, Bubs was a Navy SEAL who. You know, lost his life saving others. And this brand, Bubs is made to honor him. So you're supporting a great cause. 10% of all proceeds go to charity, which is great. You feel good. You're contributing to a good thing if you support these guys. And you can head on over to bubsnaturals.com if you want to support this incredible brand, huh, buds? Yeah, you can get 20% off with the code BOMHole. Again, head on over to bubsnaturals.com. Use promo code BOMBHOLLE and get some collagen in your system. It's not every day you can double your money, but with MyBookie, you can double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users.
1: With MyBookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag and use my promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from.
0: The Patriots are taking on the Bills this Monday night as they continue their quest to reclaim the AFC East title. Buffalo has looked like a legit Super Bowl contender. However, look for them to cover the spread.
1: Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using promo code SPORTSDRINK at mybookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet
0: anything, anywhere, anytime, with my bookie. All right, we have some exciting news from our friends over at GoPro. We are giving away a Hero 10, their new dope camera. Uh, Supposedly their best camera ever that they've ever made. Now, why is this thing the best camera they've ever made, Buds?
1: It's all about speed and ease with this bad boy. It has the GP2 processor.
0: Oh, that sounds fast.
1: Yeah, it's got a 5.3k video which is uh, huge and is going to shoot some of the best video you're going to have with your GoPro Sense for the new Hero 10.
0: Well, I'll tell you what my favorite thing is the Hyper Smooth 4.0. Now, you can be filming during a goddamn earthquake. There can be uh, you can basically be rolling the windows down off a jump, follow cam and your buddy. It's gonna be smooth, okay? This thing's unbelievable.
1: I've seen some of your backside sevens and yeah, we need this. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I guess.
0: No, it'll it'll make you look good. And so the other thing that's great about it, it does great in low light. A lot of these cameras do good in the daylight, not so great in the low light. So if you're filming the resort with your buddies at night, low light's a great feature. So the way we're doing this giveaway is Head on over to YouTube if you're not already there and leave a comment on this episode of why you deserve a GoPro Hero 10. And uh, I would say funny answers are preferred, huh, buds?
1: Yeah, make us laugh. Let's hear some funny stuff.
0: And we'll pick a winner and send you out the new GoPro Hero 10. All right, let's talk to you guys about Liquid Death for a hot second. Fuck it.
3: Now they're a sponsor of the box, right? Yeah, they show us love. They sponsor the box. Shout out Liquid Death for Keep sure. Keep you guys hydrated. I'm hydrated. The amount of cans that are in the van is un- undeniable. Wow, you guys just just kind of like body count of cans we just through got the roof, trash everywhere. Okay, I respect, that's but it's not plastic. Name. Thank God. Yeah, death, it's good for the death environment. That's the plastic. That's
0: <laughs> the <to> plastic. Exactly. <laughs>
3: so if Should you're I looking to death, pick man. up some uh, liquid death, uh,
0: head over head on over to liquiddeath.com/bombhole. Again, liquiddeath.com/bombhole, and uh, they'll get a couple free koozies, and you're kind of supporting the show, so that's huge for us. You can also get it at 7-Eleven Whole Foods. Now with that, let's get in to the Liquid Death Spinning Wheel of Death. Welcome
1: to the Liquid Death.
0: Death, 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 spinning wheel of death.
1: That's fire. Don't be scared. It's just water. Give it a spin. All right. Kind of weak spin, but we'll take it. I like them. Dust Box Trivia. Oh, See we how go? well he knows the crew oh, They're all, all right. Dustbox trivia <laughs> <laughs> Oh <Genius>. it's rigged <laughs> <laughs> Okay here we go Giving away our secrets Dustbox trivia
0: we'll see how, uh, how well he knows the box First question How did Reed Originally Knock his teeth out
3: Oh, oh I do know this On a water slide He was going backwards down a water slide and had his teeth out and chomped those things right out. That is what a dumbass! And were the original
1: thread? ones as big as the secondary ones? I think they've got bigger
3: over time. Each, yeah, each time they've got a new set, they go. They bigger.
1: Yeah, that's yeah,
3: perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, now they're,
0: they've been drying out on them. It's <laughs> <Yeah, there's laughs> like the amount of square footage on those things. I don't, yeah, they they keep don't keep get enough moisture. Moist. <laughs> it's like a drive-in movie I theater has type of keep them spray as a yeah. little sprayer. He <laughs> cruises around. With you gotta keep, keep them spritzed. Oh Love you, read them shits. Don't be drying off. All right. God damn. Uh, so when you, question number two, when you were wrestling with Reed over a lawn chair, who was the owner of said lawn chair?
1: Oh, shit. I
3: just don't, yeah, I only remember almost getting thrown off a rock by homie. It
0: wasn't your chair. You guys were wrestling.
3: Oh my God, who was it? I forget his name. Uh, He worked at Milo, maybe. mm, No,
0: according to Reed, he's the guy who probably, uh, Helps you get paid by one of your sponsors.
3: It was not Seth chair.
0: Oh, that's what it says here? That's what mine It my was answer. not Seth chair. So he's incorrect. Yeah, he sounds like a little dustbox. Well, it was argument, a random homie that okay, was like, Yeah, I'm going to let you guys there. sort that one out. Um, yeah,
3: it's going to be another beef. Maybe another <laughs> rock toss. Yeah, hopefully you guys watch fight. out. Reed.
0: Okay, uh, who is the best rider slash filmer?
3: Oh, Colt. Come on. Well, also rider in the crew though, because he's. Oh, okay, okay. I, I would I, say that's a correct, honest, acceptable answer as well. Yeah, I mean that's our guy right there. <laughs> but, Come on, dude.
0: Because <laughs> he does, uh, Colt does Colt does rip for the record. Yeah, but he but like when the crew's not uh not like front boarding the kink and then they're hopping out like who
3: who's this is a hard one. It's definitely between Dan and Cooper because mm, okay. Dan gets on the lens sometimes and homie can fucking run that thing. Southie, okay. Yeah, Southeast knows. There's
0: no I didn't have a correct answer for that one. Right, so there actually there's is there's no correct perfect. answer. There's yeah. a there's an acceptable Everybody's got there's an acceptable the answer for this one. Who's the smelliest, Tommy?
3: Cooper. Mm, it's actually <laughs> it's actually incorrect. No, it's not me, bro. This dude stinks. It's me. No. Correct you answer threw me under the bus with that. It's not me. Correct I smell answer. great.
0: Correct answer is you or Robbie actually is what I have in my data.
3: What? Yeah, that's this what my data says. This saying. is incorrect. Data's off. I don't
0: know. Definitely oh, no. that. Really ah, so my Cody, feet. everybody's talking about Cody. All right. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, boys. All right, who <laughs> throw me under the bus. Huh? Who's the most baked?
3: Uh there's all four, of us. There's four acceptable about names. all eight. Bean first. Oh
0: shit, he's not on this one, but I yeah, think pe- you're right. But yeah, keep going.
3: Beans baked. Bean and dean, the bean dean combo. Yeah, that's acceptable. They smoke up. Uh these days, Cooper, why you so stone, bro? <laughs> What's going on with that? He's
0: actually not on the list, though.
3: I, pff, your list is wrong, dude. Is it? The intel's <laughs> off. <laughs> you don't know the homies. Oh man, dude! Everybody, 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 be, everybody beyond that, though. Okay, you are right. looking
0: for me, huh? Right, Here is the 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 answer I have is Noah, Cody, Mo, or Benny. Those are acceptable. Okay, answers. Benny's Benny's definitely. I up was there. gonna say Benny. Ben, for, <laughs> Benny's from definitely my top. All right. For who sure. is the most keyword intentionally rogue person driving the van? Intentionally.
3: Intentionally.
0: Like he gets rogue. Dan. He, Dan, Dan is the crack. Dan answer. is loose. But That's, he knows what but he he's knows doing. He knows what he's doing, but he gets loose, right? Oh, he
3: gets loose as hell. There were some times in Quebec, like two years ago, that death was upon us. Mm-hmm. I remember sliding like sideways down this uh, down this hill and homie fucking last second pulls her right doesn't hit the curb to the right doesn't hit this car that's coming head-on it was the most insane he's shit we we're completely pulls it together it pulls it together every time and the parallel parking is unmatched mm. wow he's got that shit
0: shout out to southie yeah uh worst homie to share the bed with dan
3: <laughs> homie sleeps like a maniac dude really yeah we uh
0: what are you talking yeah, like? What does uh, he do you do? Like, sleep sideways. Like sleep apnea, no, like homie people, will. Harding?
3: No, he'll come up to you like he's your fucking girl or some. Oh, shit. he does. He'll, his he'll, big spoon, he'll little spoon? You'll wake up and homie's like mm. right here breathing on your fucking face. <laughs> it's terrible, dude. <laughs> Hot breath <laughs> on shit. the face. Just straight mouth breathing all oh, night, yeah, wow. Hot, dude. And he's got his breath. he's got his eyes open. He sleeps fucking. Oh, does he? he sleeps he with his eyes open. Sleeps open. He sleeps with his eyes open rolled to the back of his head. It's scary as hell, dude. How do people? He's a freak. He's a freak. It's insane. Staying. I mean, you gotta stay on watch. But uh, so I also. I what about? I heard Mo had some crazy <laughs> snoring
0: though, too. I oh, potentially, yeah. that could be. Yeah, Mo. Mo. i stay
3: to the other side of the Airbnb, wherever. Oh, we're at, just okay. for that reason. Shout out to Colt for fucking. Okay, who's the la- with the guy?
0: <laughs> 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 give, let's give Colt and Airhorn. <laughs>
3: Colt usually two biggest dudes. Right,
0: who's the laziest out the door?
3: Uh, the Spivians. Oh, the
0: Spivians. huh? Yeah,
3: we already know this. Okay. Yeah, they're they're a little slow. Love you guys, but shit. Okay, who's a cup of coffee and a cigarette every morning is a little, a <laughs> little too much, buddy.
0: Who's uh the biggest shit talker? Reed. That's actually the correct. That's answer. That's the right answer That's on right the last one. There's no um, correct answer. So buddy. Uh, Reed basically he said, you know, don't give it, don't give it to, uh, don't give it to Cody. Easy, uh, homie sucks at math. So <laughs> I got some, ba- I got some basic <laughs> math problems.
3: Oh shit
0: Here we go Five, Just hard hitting questions 5 plus 18 What do you got?
3: 25 <laughs> No
0: 26. sir
3: No sir Yo that was too fast Come on now Slow it down Give me a pad and pen I'll fucking okay. add 23
0: up. <laughs> The correct answer is 23
3: 23
0: Okay next question 36 Divided by 6 Alright no
3: I can't do that <laughs> There's no There's no way 6 Wait Okay, thanks, Stone. Okay, what about? That's my guy. (laughs) Seven times eight. Uh, 48.
0: 56. Throw me a bone. Okay, last one. Last one. Think about this one for a second.
1: Use your fingers if you have to. 100.
0: Let's give him a pen or something. 100 divided by four. Uh,
3: 40? Think (laughs) (laughs) cash.
0: Think about this. One hundred divided by
3: four. Think about if
1: you got Think, yeah, if you, about you a got quarter. Think oh, you had a quarter. Oh, twenty-five. Money. Yeah. See. Yeah. 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 No, I knew that. <laughs> I for sure knew that. If you put it to money, he'd probably answer all of them. Yeah. I seen you. him at the the pro sale hustling. He knows what's up with dollars. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: he's not a. He ain't no Reed trying to sell a board for five bucks. Yeah. huh? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: You guys got beef on that, huh? And
0: we're still beefing. Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot about that beef. <laughs> we're still
0: beefing. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's transition into some ah. some box talk. I like
3: that because
0: uh, you know we just threw you under the bus and ran. You got ran over a couple times with those math problems. Those that's I like Wait,
1: problems uh, that was pretty rudimentary math. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, I, if I get them, <laughs> that's you know there's a problem.
3: <laughs> Dude, shout out Dan for finishing my math career too. Yeah. Like, homie, <laughs> homie did all that shit just for me. My
0: mic. So I want to talk about like the landscape changing with snowboarding, right? Because if you look at you know older Kind of generation stuff. It it was like magazines, and it was, you know, big production companies like MacDog, right? And all that shit is is kind of like dying off, you know. And now you have like people that are just direct to consumer with their brands, like DustBox. It's like it's just you guys, and you guys are selling T-shirts, and then you're funding your trips, and that's just like this new kind of generation of like, fuck, we don't really have much of a lane. Like people aren't supporting us fuck it. We're going to support ourselves is beautiful. Right. Yeah. Do you want to talk about kind of your guys's vibe with all that stuff?
3: I mean, I think it all just stems from like, exactly like you said, like kind of just getting it for our own, you know? And like, cause we don't have that like basis of those big media companies that are like coming to someone and just being like, all right, we saw your part. Like, or if you send in a part and then you're like, okay, like sure. Like this guy's fucking sick. Here's fucking 10 years on our contract and I'm fucking film with us. Like, From our perspective, like, we're just trying to get it for ourselves, you know, and it's, I'm blessed to, like, we're, we are blessed to have, like, the career that we have that everybody's super motivated to, like, go out and do it for ourselves, because ultimately that's, like, all we can do at this point, you know, especially in the snowboarding community nowadays, and I think it's sick, and I think a lot of people are doing the same thing with that and just, like, taking it into their own hands and, like, making shit happen, which is, like, ultimately more fun, too, you know, it's more like underground in a way. Which I I like, yeah. I like I like
0: how you have like you know a, str- a high bar for what's cool for that's a shitty word to use, but if you look at snowboard, there's a lot of whack shit out there. Yeah. and and granted, we I think we need all of it, but from when you're a snowboarder, you want to be proud to be a snowboarder. You want yeah. to be like like check this out, these guys are fucking dope. You want the shit to be playing on the screen, and you're like, this is sick, you know. And it seems like you guys care about that with with the spot selection, the trick selection, the gear. It's like that you know, the devil is in the details with all this stuff, the music. Right. And, and like that, that's, that's important. I think because some people maybe don't get it. This is kind of a weird wormhole to go down, but fuck it. Like, you know, sometimes I think people see like, yo, I can do a 900 and this guy's doing a 900. Like I can do the same trick. I'm doing it in the park. Why am I not sponsored? But it's like, there's so much more devil in the details with the flavor and the trick selection and the spot selection and the, and the, the whole vibe, right? Do you, yeah. Do you care to comment on any of that stuff?
3: I just feel like it ultimately comes from just, like, being yourself in a way, you know? Like, not trying to be anybody else. Like, those people that have, like, struggles with, like, going out and trying to, like, oh, like, why am I not getting that? Like, why am I not at this position? Like, it's just, like, drop your fucking ego or something and just, like, be yourself and go snowboarding. Like, don't fucking overthink it. Like, just if you love what you're doing, like, do your thing. And that's like ultimately I feel like where we like as as the dust box like come from in a in a manner, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we're just doing our damn thing. We love hopping in the van with the crew and just going wherever we can and like hyping up the homies.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I love that too and and I maybe we talked about it in Cooper's
0: episode a little bit but I think it's beautiful how you know you see a lot of people griping like I I got I don't have any support. I can't do anything. I don't have any sponsors and it's like you guys are like fuck it, we're making our own lane. We're we're paving our own lane. Yeah. We're, we're doing this shit ourselves and here we go. And, and, uh, it's, it's working, you know? And yeah. that's like, nobody else is betting on us. So
3: we're going to bet on ourselves. is yeah.
0: like some really strong shit.
3: That's you know? all you can do really mm-hmm. bet on yourselves and go get it for yourself.
0: And then let's talk about how you guys kind of support yourself with the merch and stuff.
3: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's, uh, kind of like a loophole, I guess. I don't know. It's like a blessing in disguise. Like we just, we do our own shit to make our own shit, you know? And like like, making t-shirts is fun as hell, and, like, having homies support us through that shit is, like, unreal, you know? And that's just how we fund ourselves, mm-hmm. how we make shit happen, you know? So, basically, all the shit you see behind us uh, is all available where at uh, where your guys' website? Yeah, www.dustbox.club. Mm-hmm. Club. Get there. It's that's a club. We, we're family. And the thing you got to realize is
0: if you go there and you buy a t-shirt or you buy a hoodie or whatever, some shorts, uh, then basically... That money goes into account, oh. and then you guys can go on trips and drive around in a van and film a sick fucking video. And it keeps yeah. them on the road, right? and that is like that's road. a beautiful ecosystem of snowboarding supporting itself in a great yeah. way. You for know, real. It's like cut the bullshit out and just like support the shit that you know you are into. You yeah. know, and that's awesome. That that's like like the the consumers. It's a direct to consumer motto. You exactly. Can, all the bullshit people that are working in, you know, for snowboard companies that don't even strap in that are trying to fucking. Feed the, you know, feed their family, and they don't even know anything about snowboarding. But they're just, they're just kind of—it's just a job for them. Like, fucking cut those people out. Let's just go right to the consumer, to the people that yeah. care. You know, you
3: basically, just got to get your own. You know, mm-hmm. it's a tough world out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. How'd you find your way to the dust box? I oh, man, it was a long. Yeah, it was a long stint of like just <coughs> like everybody being in different places at once, and then. I guess summer 17 and hood, we all linked up as like just friends, like low key friends in a way. Cause like, I didn't really like when I was growing up, like I, I didn't really have too much friends outside of like contest homies. And like, I used to love snowboarding just by myself. Like I loved fucking putting headphones in and going out and snowboarding. And then basically I feel like it ultimately started when uh, I went to Copper Mountain one day and I was snowboarding by myself. And Cooper and Robbie were there snowboarding as well by themselves. And we linked up and, like, just took some laps and, like, just, like, honestly just caught the ultimate vibe. It was just, like, this is real fucking homie shit. Like, they were both th- there individually too? No, they were oh, together. They were, together, they were okay. together. And we, like, linked up and snowboarded all day. And, like, I've known Reed since, like, the launch, like, way back in the day. But, like, we were never good homies. And I think that same year I met him at Copper as well, like, preseason and, like, we went and smoked some weed in the in the woods or whatever. And he was, like, yo, like, I'm moving out to Utah. Like, I'm going to school there. Like, I think, like, you should come out or we should, like, make some shit happen with that. And I was, like, fuck, yeah. I was 18 at the time and, like, not really liking where I was, like, in Colorado. Like, really didn't know, like, what, like, my place in snowboarding was kind of. Like, I, I was just, like, I couldn't keep up with the contest people. Like, I wasn't really liking that in some sort of way. But I just loved, like, snowboarding. I was like, "Fuck yeah, and like I had like like minor issues at the house. like I didn't really like being home at the time, like being eighteen, I was just like kind of a little rebellious and like definitely just didn't want to be there, kinda, and the next year we uh we bought a house here in Salt Lake, or we didn't buy one, but we started renting one, and uh linked up with Reed's roommate from the dorms. Garrett, shout out the body. (laughs) Shout out CL, you know what the fuck going on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shout outs are out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, like after that, like Cooper and Robbie were like, like, can we come stay with you guys? And like they ended up staying for like forever basically, you know, and that's kind of where like the dust box started in a way, you know. Everybody just like came together here in Salt Lake and then everybody's just vibing with each other and doing our damn thing. But, yeah, it was, like, a long, like, mix of, like, different stories that just, like, kind of came together Mm -hmm. to form where we are today.
1: Form, like, Voltron.
3: When you guys came together
0: with the box, that, to me, is when it, it, like, for me, watching your snowboarding from afar, that's where it seemed like it clicked. Mm -hmm. Because before you were, you know, transitional, like, you were contest kid, roots, but, like, trying to figure yourself out, rotto. Yeah. You no. Know, no, I probably honestly, rocking some studded snows out there. Yeah, no
3: doubt. You
1: gotta I had, have studded snows in Colorado, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I, my tires are shit nowadays, bro. That day was fucked up, yeah, dude. Yeah, one day going up to Brighton, I fucking passed him stacks, chit maybe in the car. Yes, and I passed him on the most rogue spot going up it to Brighton. And I just I unsafe. had shit tires on. I don't know what I was doing, like going over black ice, but the only thing in my mind was I got these Rado roots, dude. I'd be, I'd be, i, be go, I be <laughs> going like over Vale Pass every single day. Like I know what the fuck going on, but I definitely lost my my shit a little bit. That was
0: yeah. so unsafe. He passed us like it was so unsafe.
3: I took three runs before you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I got there before you. I, I hit the good snow.
0: Yeah, you get you Rado dogs are savages <laughs> Savage on the way drivers. to the Just used to like just cut throw on the way to the hill. Did he have an Audi or? No, it's a, it's a yeah, full
3: runner Did he have an Audi? <laughs> I don't know. I got the runner.
0: I think you still need to put like a fat like Rotto flag die cut yes. across the whole back window. <laughs> oh, no, dude. We should make a bet where like if you lose, you have to do that. I'll I like take that. I'll take that. But we'll figure it out. Take that bet. I like it. How's the footy looking for the box video this year?
3: We're heated up, you know? We're always going to come out with more than we uh, Who's got the, the Who's got past. the heat? Dude, everybody. I'm excited to uh, see Roz's stuff on the big screen. Robbie Meehan. Roz. big shout out. Dean put on this year. Cooper is always, everybody's got some shit. We got Tommy Towns running some Mm. stuff, which is fucking awesome. Mm A couple green bean clips, Mm -hmm. but everybody puts on, you know?
0: Bean looks like he's been skating well, dude. Holy shit. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: The sciatica doesn't hold him back. Oh, sorry, he's man. got sciatica What's yeah. up with the sciatica <laughs> Bro's an old man the, the sciatic nerve in his
1: back yeah. It's already, already <laughs> kicking in at 21 up. or whatever <laughs>
3: 21, boy's like 16 He's <laughs> like
1: 16 oh, and he's good yeah. Sciatica Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Ain't holding the kid back <laughs> though You know what the fuck going on
0: So talking about the box I think we brought it up with Coop's episode But I, I like talking about the uh, Kind of like the reason why I think it's good talking to you guys, you guys are the future, or you're the present, but you're also where it's going too, right? You guys are like we're a couple fucking dinosaurs over here. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking couple old fossils,
1: head alert. a couple fossils. Old head <laughs> alert! A <laughs> couple exactly. Do we have an alert on there? We do not. I, I need to get like vision. a like an alarm. Old I need to get head, like the
3: Old pet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Buds was born in the fucking 1600s, for Christ's sake. Jesus, Chris, not too far out. Yeah, he had, he had, there was no electricity when he was born. It, it, it wasn't exist. Stone age. Talk about stone. stone. Age.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The stone age. So what I'm curious
0: about is like, you know, with, with snowboarding, you know, talking about the dust box and, and what you guys are doing, like, it, where do you think, this is a vague kind of shitty question, but what direction do you think it's going? Like, you guys going to keep doing your videos? Do you see? Oh, yeah. We're
3: doing this shit till death. We don't know what we're doing the next year. We literally just make t-shirts so we can snowboard. And we're going to do that for as long as we can. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of crews, like, I feel like there's, like, a trend in, like, a three-year thing is, like, kind of where, like, a lot of snowboard crews, like, fade off. I don't know if that's a real thing or I'm just thinking that. But, like, I know for a fact our homie crew is going till the end. Mm -hmm. Like, we're out here every single year for as long as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. As long
0: as these
1: up. yeah, as long as the
3: sciatica doesn't kick in <laughs> for everybody.
1: You're saying these other crews they only last three years, like well, lick the cat robot food. Yeah, it's just like I feel like
3: a terrible trend. I don't know.
1: I feel like they, I just, they, they all get, get sponsored and they get pulled different ways and yeah. have to do these different projects. And it's not the case for the box. You guys are for life. I'm we star- stay strong. I'm
0: stirring the pot here because uh, there's some people that uh, grew up maybe in the breezy era. They might watch a dust box video and say, "Oh, these some of these spots are small." Who says old that?
3: head alert.
0: Yeah, that's I want to I want to hear I want to hear I want to hear the t-
1: Yeah, that's the, that's your old th- head alert. That's the shot fired right there. We need to make an old head alert.
3: We should take that as a sound bite <laughs> yeah, like we alarm. Need to, we need to sound
0: bite
1: that.
3: Old head <laughs> alert. I'll put, I'll put my voice in. We need to put his voice on that. But yeah, I don't know, like you know, we get that we get that vibe from people sometimes, but it's like, come on, dude, like go out on the road for 50 days, like, see what you got, you know, like, Mm -hmm. we're out here, like, literally just grinding for ourselves, and, like, we see a spot, like, we're not gonna pass it up, you know, Mm -hmm. like, we want to see the homies get clips at all times, you know, so it's, like, and we don't have a fucking bulldozer to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring in like tons of, the, of snow, that's bro. That's the like, correct answer. <laughs> come on. Like, shit.
0: You don't got a dozer yet man. in the budget?
3: Oh, Maybe we the should uh, man with a
0: big old bulldozer. We should get running. a GoFundMe going to get the yeah,
3: best box of Uh That's the next vid. And
0: Tommy Towns is in there running the <laughs> dozer.
3: That'd be perfect. The big old gap in his teeth. Oh, it would be a blessing.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,. You know, I, my theory too, I, I was actually, I think we've talked about this, but I'm going to beat the dead horse, but I feel like the generation that we grew up in with video parts, it was different because it was like, you know, you go, you get like 20 some odd shots for your part. It's like, you're in this movie. It's, it's, it's not a, you guys are more of a vibe, right? Your whole thing, things like a vibe. Ours was like, we're going to film a part in the parts about me and I need to get my 20 some odd tricks. And every time you get, you know, magazines were huge back then. Like a big part of how you get paid was photo incentive and and getting photos in the magazines were much more prevalent. So I think like everything we did was like like the photos that were being you know pushed by by photographers like you know buds if you're jumping on a fat closeout buds is fucking drooling like a dog <laughs> with a steak in front of him you know what I mean but like and and now if you look at how it's changed I feel like you guys your whole shit like the mags aren't as popular you're not it's not as photo driven and so you guys are more just pulling up like it's a vibe for the whole video like it's a whole overall deal. For sure. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but it makes
3: total sense. Like, our ultimate idea is just the bigger perspective of Dustbox, you know? We're not out here for ourselves. We're all out mm-hmm. here as a team and a family to make shit happen for everybody, you know? Like, nobody's selfish out here working for themselves, especially when it's going to a project that we all want to care about and, like, watch for ourselves, too. It's like, we're just a family doing our damn thing. Mm-hmm. Like no Like, no one's thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like where the vibe comes from.
0: And that's like something that I think anybody listening that's like into making a snowboard movie can take a fucking note of that and say, you know, if, if a lot of people that have had good success have had mentalities like that in snowboarding and the people that are only out for themselves tend to just drop off. So it's like, if that, if I got a shot, we got a shot kind of thing, like all for one, one for all for the greater good of the video. Yep. Look at the result. You guys get a video. It's got hundreds of thousands of views. Everybody's rocking with it You and gotta have a crew You gotta have a gotta crew got the crew Yeah
3: Bless your friends Keep them close oh, Keep okay. the enemies closer
0: Oh yeah that's the technique Keep <laughs> yeah. the enemies closer Got it okay Noted. Watch
1: the fuck out <laughs> 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 The pub beer is kicking in
0: We're gonna talk to you guys About a brand that is Making this show happen Called Pub Beer Which uh, Cody Warbs Seems to be just kind of Crushing can right now How are those things going down?
3: Delicious Every time
0: those things keeping you uh, hydrated, lubed up? I guess so. Chatterbox?
3: Yeah, we got a couple more coming down soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect lubrication here at the noon, noon fest at the bomb hole.
1: Yeah, a little
0: midday beer. a yeah, little mid,
1: mid-morning, after- mid-afternoon, early-afternoon beer. Why not? It you goes, crack
3: one, buds.
0: It goes good in the booth.
1: I cracked one. Cheers. Cheers.
0: It goes good uh, you know, up on the snowboard hill.
1: I mean, it's beer. It's you don't beer. even really have to advertise it, but we do. It's cheap, it's delicious. cheap like fun that. beer.
0: Now with that being said, uh, let's get into the pub beer crap shoot.
1: Welcome to the pub beer crapshoot.
0: shoot. Come on, it, Dice. All right,
1: here you got there's some dice right here.
0: The goon gears a third? six. There's two. You're just rolling
3: two and then I'm not wh- shooting some CeeLo here?
1: We could, but today. Mm-hmm. I got no dollars. <laughs> today we're rolling two dice. I like that. I don't think he has the Goon Gear dice. He's got one
0: Goon Gear, one regular one. Okay, Mega dice. Roll that thing out, and I'll tell you what you got to do.
3: Double five.
0: Ten. Ten. Perfect ten. What's the biggest
3: prize check you've ever won?
1: Ooh. Prize check. Fuck.
3: I maybe got a...
1: There's a correct answer. Is there? Is no prize check. Exactly.
3: I think... No, I I, I think I got some money from a PBRJ one time, a Keystone, but...
1: How
0: many biskies are we talking,
3: dude? Like
1: two hundred dollars.
3: It's a fucking money check. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Was it oversized?
3: Uh, no. It okay. was in an it was, in an, om- it was so, in an envelope. So,
0: so that's that the cr- so win. what happens with that is since you've never won an oversized check, we give you a hundred bucks. Oh, so what? We'll cut
1: you a check uh, ah. from the bomb hole, and it's actually from- second biggest check.
0: It's from pub beer. So is it big?
1: Yeah, it's from pub beer. It's not oversized.
0: It's just a regular uh, regular sized check. So. You can maybe take the boys out, and uh, you guys can crush some can with that later. We'll crush some pub beer. Yeah, you guys can buy about uh, fucking forty cases of pub beer. I don't know. It's cheap. Not a math magician.
3: Ten percent rule is a real thing.
0: So how is let's talk bisque for a little bit? How is the how is the bisque (laughs) in the in the uh, navigating the landscape? I know we don't like to talk current bisque, but he doesn't really have a lot of previous bisque to to shed light on.
1: So how is that two hundred dollars in an envelope? Yeah, Yeah. that's Uh, all I need. How is
0: it as a young box? a young boxer We're just a to, young uh, snowboarder in young general snowboarder
1: right? How
3: is the landscape um, Financially Kids uh, getting paid these days? Not really It's dog shit Like I said You know We're making our own product To make our own bisque you Making know? your own lane And that's honestly The only bisque that matters At this point You know Like The more product we sell The more More trips we can go on You know mm-hmm. But we need more support Where the fuck you at? K2 support the gang
1: Now <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who rides for Sims <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Exactly
3: <laughs> I'm looking out for the homies man That's the gang But yeah you know Bisbee flowing in and out You know Staying alive That's about it
0: Okay yeah. Kids are eating it's Almost like a Louis Vito
3: kind of answer You're A little <laughs> bit of a dodge Yeah I'll be, I'll be fading in the background <laughs> A little
0: bit of a dodge But we'll take it Let's hit a, a guest question from Reed What up bomb hole What up code Uh, Cody, why don't you tell these people about our Uber ride back from apartment 200 and the sitch we left Jonas in. Oh my god. Um, hope the episode's going well. Um, Chris, don't give it to this guy too easy. And, uh, maybe I'll come with you tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Peace.
3: That was a harsh maybe. Where is he at? I don't oh, I don't. don't, th- I don't think Reed? he's here right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Reed in the crowd. So why didn't he make it? Uh, tough Thursday night for the kid, I guess. You get, bang- you get banged up? Or <laughs> you got a little banged up, I guess. Casual. That's what he does, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, Uber ride back from apartment 200. Me and Reed, Jonas, and Brett Kulas are outside. It's probably like 3 a.m. at this point. And uh, we're looking for an Uber ride. You're and in Montreal, right? We're in Montreal, Yep, yeah. And... We're standing out by the curb, like, waving down Ubers, like, trying to, th- I don't even think anybody called an actual Uber. We're, like, basically looking for a taxi at this point, and this guy pulls over, and he, like, we all just hop in the car, like, you know, it's 3 a.m., not really sure what's going on at that point, but we hop in the rig, and we get taken home, and when we get home, this guy's asking for, like, an absurd amount of cash, like we thought someone ordered the uber so we were like oh like it's paid for or whatever but this guy's like no like you guys need to give me cash right now like or you're not getting out of the car is he
0: russian or is
3: that french canadian that was my <laughs> that was my attempt at a french canadian oh, okay, right there. but it. uh anyways we're i look at reed and i was like yo just get the fuck out of the car like we're we're dipping we're we're busting this shit right now we bust out of the car with Brett Kulas and Jonas, Mr. Nice guy just sits in the front seat with this guy. So we all take off and we're literally standing on the curb and we just watch Jonas get taken off with this dude. Like literally homie just skirts out of the place and we're like, Oh fuck. Like we had no idea what to do. And Jonas like calls us like five minutes later, like dude, this guy's like taking me like random places. We're just like swerving around the block. Like he's asking for cash. Like, I don't know what to do. And he, uh, he ended up like taking Jonas to an ATM and taking out like a hundred bucks or some shit. Like we just ditched the homie, but Jonas ended up like paying for it. And uh, yeah, honestly, a dickhead move on our point. But like, <laughs> did you actually
1: owe him a hundred bucks? Yeah, we. Uh, I a mean, techni- but it, I don't even That's think it. I don't taxi. even
3: think it was a taxi. I think it was just some random guy oh, like looking for cash, like trying to take people home, and like it, it seems sus as hell. Like we, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But uh yeah, Jonas was terrified. He had no idea what was going on. Shout out Jonas for that hundred bucks. I'll Venmo you.
0: I also heard another story nah. about about uh <laughs> no. you uh basically uh your ID situation is interesting. You were driving through somewhere in the Midwest and you got pulled over?
3: Yeah, we're about like twenty minutes from Chicago. I'm driving the white van, chains, and uh I was <laughs> I was rolling up weed while driving, like a dumbass. Like how I do. And uh we get the fucking flashing lights behind us and we get pulled over, I like toss toss my shit in the back and uh like this guy like came up to our van like shook. Like the cop was actually like seems scared to like pull up to our van because our van's like so sketchy looking. And he like rolls down the window or we roll down the window and we're like talking to him. I like, ca- I knew my ID was expired and I like gave it to him. He like goes back to the van for probably like, or his car for like 30 minutes, dude. Like we were just sitting there. Meanwhile, the the other van like passes us and like Mo's calling us like, are you guys okay? Like what the fuck's going on? Like I was pretty shook, but uh, he ended up like coming back and like just staring me in the eyes and like, you know, this ID is expired. Right. And I was like no like sorry dude like I have I have no idea like I'm I didn't know or whatever and he's like all right get out of the car right now and at that point I was shook as hell had no idea what the fuck was gonna go down but he just like hands me back my ID and is like all right you need to not drive for the rest of your journey back get this guy who is Ryan Collins in the in the driver's seat and you guys are good to go which is like The most terrifying scenario because I knew the van, like, reeked of weed and, like, it was just a sketchy scenario for sure. But thankfully we got off. You know, a little finesse on the cops. You just got to stare those guys in the eyes and be the bigger man. Was
0: that the technique? A Bud's. Bud's. I, I gonna... usually cry, and then they let me go. <laughs> that's the
3: that's the Dan McGonigal technique. Every time Dan gets pulled over, he pulls the shake, and has he has a full act that he does. Oh, like, he fakes. A shake. He fakes every he time, does dude. Shake. Yeah, he does. Like, oh, I've never been pulled over before. Like, just I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he had the same scenario going to the desert this past year with Tommy Towns, and they were in the exact same scenario, like smoking weed, like ten minutes before or whatever, and like pulled the full, he has like, it's like a script, dude. Like he literally pulls the same <laughs> thing every time. Man, never, never got a ticket, but homie's <laughs> been pulled over like over 20 times. It's absurd.
1: Chris but likes to hit him with honesty.
0: My thing is too, when I get pulled over, my thing's like, I feel like he's so sick and tired of getting bullshitted. I'm like, you got me. I was going too fast. Like <laughs> dude, that's my shit. I'm like, I'm sorry. Stay. dude. You gotta be the bigger man. You I'm to like, stick I w- it to him. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. It, it doesn't always work.
3: I get tickets. So. <laughs> I don't, it sounds like Dan McGonagall's. Yeah, I like his out. technique. Yeah, he's got it down. Yeah. Yeah. For Fake sure. the shake. It's a certain technique, too, and not everybody can pull it off. Yeah,
0: I heard you were patient zero, actually, with COVID.
3: Uh, False, man. False. I heard you brought I've it ne- back. I've never <laughs> heard you brought it back. I've never got COVID in my life.
0: I heard you brought it back from Japan and everybody
3: got sick. Uh, no comment. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: This guy's pleading (laughs) a bit over
3: here. That was right when it it was popping off. We literally got (laughs) evacuated from Japan. Like, everybody was calling us back home, like, dude, you guys got to get back home now. Like, this, otherwise, you're never going to make it back. But, are you? I got a common cold, man. I got a common cold. So, are you, well, let's, uh, are you
0: beefing with Reed right now? What's going on with that?
3: Yeah, always. Always beefing. Yeah, what are you guys beefing over? Is that why you didn't come? Uh, we beef over dishes. Who can get in the bathroom in the morning?
0: Mm-hmm. Reed's a pretty pissed off little guy. I don't know if I would want to beef yeah, with him. He's, he's kind he's he's of getting cut he's too. Got a little bit
3: fire in the head, you know. He's fire in the <laughs> head. I he's not cut. I mean, it's, a, it's a, <laughs> he's like got that like neck vein that comes out because he gets all yeah. Like, it's an angry vein. It's like an angry vein. Yeah, like <laughs> that. That's yeah, you like, can tell when he's getting heated because he yeah, got the vein the, popping. Yeah, out.
0: and the f- yeah. even on his forehead, you see a little vein sometimes. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I mean. want to be fucking with uh, Reed. I don't know. Nah,
3: big old teeth too. Those things are that's, intimidating. That's the scariest part. Mm-hmm. Never know when the homie's gonna chomp your neck out, <laughs> <laughs> vampire style. <laughs> so who wins the fights so though? Who's who's top dog there? Oh man, we're we're pretty even. You know, he takes me down a lot of the time, but you know, I I throw my finesse in the way. You know, mm-hmm. okay. I, I I hate I hate doing it too. Like Reed's the only one that I can like really fuck with like that because. I tend to pull out a lot of, a lot of finesse within a, my brawling. I mm-hmm. don't know. Sounds I, like brotherly love to me. Oh, it's full-blown, always. When you're fighting over the shitter in the morning, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's brotherly love, you know? <laughs> that's oh, sick. Shit.
0: Well, Reed wanted me to ask you uh, part two, please tell your best Burton Demo Center story.
3: Oh, man. Honestly, it was the uh, last night at Summer 17. It was basically just a party at that point. Everybody came over from Demo Center and stuff like that, and we were, like, chilling on the roof. We probably had, like, 30 people on this, like, aluminum roof just, like, bouncing it up and down and shit like that. During that night, I had consumed a bunch of tequila, and I caught myself upstairs of the BDC, which was scorching hot at the time it was like the end of the summer and it was just hot as hell no ac like probably 20 dudes in that place and uh i recorded a video of myself just saying message to myself i'm chimped out my dude i'm so fucking hot right now and stoned (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) sent it to yourself sent it to myself i didn't find it for the next like two months but that was like just like a clarification of that night because it was fucking awesome like all the homies are there just, like, booing, like, literally everybody. Everybody in the box, it's, like, part of it now is just sitting together and, like, being homies. Like, that bullin'. was. Booing. Booing. What is booing? Booing is cooling, chilling, and cruising. Like that. At the that. same time, booing. Uh, I
1: like that we're learning some lingo. Yeah, booing. Yeah. Okay. Booing.
3: Yeah, we got the diesel in there. I c- mm-hmm. can't believe you never knew that. hmm You got to be diesel, down, and gassed up.
1: Diesel is down?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's money. We're Ooh. learning.
0: We're learning yeah. from the youth. A couple of dinosaurs learning some new, <laughs> learning some new
3: lingo. Yeah, Old that's great. head alert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's hit some. Well, while we're at it, let's hit some hot takes while we're rolling because it's kind of we're kind of right on that topic. But first, one we always ask, and I know you hate this question. You made it clear, but who's the goat? Who's the greatest of all time, uh, male and female? You got to name somebody. You can't Louis Vito
3: this. Yeah, that shit's hard as fuck. Josh Malay, honestly, at this point for the goat. I'm like getting my family into snowboarding. Really. It's perfect. And female goat, Barrett Christie, helped me a lot throughout my time. Shout out, Barrett Christie. Oh, that's a great Good answer. Good answer there, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, hot take, studded snows. Mandatory. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about Quebec City? Uh, Trash. Go to Montreal. It's okay. too cold there.
0: Slush or torment?
3: Torment. Quick. Love you, slush. Quick on that. Beaver slap you. or
0: no beaver slap in the lift line?
3: Beaver slap. Yeah, you gotta be slapping beaver. Whack his company. K2, support the fucking gang. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm throwing out too much heat. Dopest snowboard that you snowboard company you don't ride for. Burton, throw me a contract. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm going him in trouble. I think he's actually dopest, good. I don't think
1: Jordan gives a could. shit about that. Yeah, you're nah, probably
3: right. Nah, he knows what the fuck going on. You yeah. know Sims is where it's at.
0: Well, right along the lines, I got a great great guest question from your boy, Jay Brown, speaking of Sims. Hey, Bombhole. This is Jordan Brown. Cody, I have a question for you. Who would win in a fight,
3: ABSD or Dustbox? Oh, my God. Shane, if we all ganged up on you, honestly, three of us versus your ass, we got you, and we will be scoring more than you know. Shout out, ABSD. Come on.
0: It sounds like you were kind of just saying you're going to dominate, though. Oh, yeah, full
3: domination. Okay. Yeah, Explain what ABSD is. Yeah, what's ABSD? ABSD stands for always be scoring, dude. Whatever that means to you, stay scoring.
0: Shout out to Shane.
3: Yeah, Shane's the man. Just race Washougal with him. I like that.
0: Okay, we're going to take a break from the show to talk to you guys about Rourke and their layover pant collection. Now, it's the original Adventure Pant. It was designed for Transit. It's got an oversized zipper to fit your travel documents and keep them secure. Back phone pocket for convenience. Laser perforated back panel for breathability. You get no ass sweat with these things. They're a great set of pants, and it's got a full waistband drawstring that eliminates the need for a belt. It's TSA-friendly, so you don't hold yourself up at the security line. Now, um, basically, this pant is kind of made for traveling and I know you guys have had some wild travel stories in the van with the dust box. Uh, what is your wildest travel story in the van with your guys' crew?
3: So yeah, van stories over TSA stories. Cause it's hard to, hard to stay in the flights with the crew. You know, we don't got that budge where I was in the van, but, uh, yeah, we got stopped at the Canadian border last year filming for, I wanted most. And Brett Kulas was driving who, uh, puts in certain amount of hours for the drive you know um but he seemed to throw off the uh the border control and like made us get out of the van and like have a full-blown search of the van and they searched for like maybe three hours i guess and like trying to like search for like weed or drugs or whatever the fuck we were bringing in and like let again like let it be known that our van is probably the sketchiest looking thing you could, like, have on the road, like, driving-wise and look-wise. Like, that thing is rogue as hell. But I guess the first thing that threw them off was that uh, our side door, side panel, like, the one way you're supposed to get into the van is bolted shut, so you're not allowed to get in through that. So everybody has to pack in through the front door. So they were a little thrown off by that. They're like, this is not legally, like, okay to have eight people driving around for the next two months in canada and they were like claiming that they smelled weed in the car slash like all these certain little things and they ended up pulling all the homies out of the car and like sitting them in like a fucking dark room basically for like a couple hours and uh basically tore apart the whole entire car like tossed everything on the ground, like couldn't find shit let again we did have our you know there's little zones in the place where we had some had some shit stashed or whatever <laughs> like they couldn't find it yeah let again we're going into canada which is like that shit's legal in there but you know we had we had our little zones but they literally shook us down for hours hours and uh we ended up getting away with it you know like just got to stare those cops in the eyes and fucking hmm. tell them what's good always
1: I'm stoked to know you have stash spots that they couldn't find because they're professionals
3: we're not going to disclose those those yeah. locations the thing as well. is
1: is you always think you have a good stash spot but you gotta remember these guys are pros mm-hmm. they spend all day ripping apart cars yeah so that's tight
0: you know what's nice like you didn't go to you didn't go to college right
3: I did not know But it's like you
0: got some street smarts you know, how to, you, know smarts
1: how to get, you know how to on get know how to get up to
0: Canada uh with the items you need yeah to go across the border you got
3: to pick those up mm-hmm
1: and I think it's legal in both sides, right? But illegal to traffic through yeah. the border. Yeah. Illegal drug traffickers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, <laughs>
0: let's talk about uh,
1: your switch.
0: You were pretty much a Mervin kid your whole life. Yeah. And then you got kind of uh, – you became part of the Sims snowboard program that is, like, relaunched by, you know – Might be the third or fourth relaunch. Keegan and Jordan Brown and yeah. – and you're you just seem to fit perfectly with that crew how did you become a part of the sims squad and how are you feeling about
3: it uh i mean that's all love right there like that's family as well but um yeah honestly just a blessing in disguise you know like i love the mervin crew and that's that's also family like i was part of their their crew for as long as i can remember really like breaking out with like uh starting to, like, do kids boards and, like, running that line for a long time, like, working with those guys to, like, form a solid kids snowboard, you know, because I feel like that didn't exist when I grew up. Like, I was just looking for, like, proper boards, and I was riding these, like, kind of crazy Burton boards. I was like, that's all you could get, you know, and I feel like that's changed a lot of things within this past, like, couple years. Like, kids have fire snowboards to ride nowadays, you know, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, just kind of all, like, you know, like, I've known Scott for, like, a long time. Scott Blum. Scott Blum. Yep. Big shout-outs. And, uh, yeah, I've known Jordan for a long time, which he was blessed with this position that he is is in now. And uh, I think it all just, like, came together through, like, spending time with each other, you know? Like, that's just kind of, I feel like, how everything comes together. And, uh, yeah, I'm very blessed to be a part of that, for sure. When
0: you When I look at the team... You know, look at yourself, and then you got Keegan Velika, you got Scott Blum. Uh, who else is you got Nick Benning. Nick Baden? You yep. know, it's just a it's an awesome roster, and you guys all have like a very, for lack of a better term, like kind of like naturalist approach, right? Mm-hmm. The way you guys show up in worded spots, it's like it's very. This is a corny word, but like organic. You know, you're like I look at this awesome thing on the side of the road in Japan. I'm gonna beat it down. It's not like this. Yeah. Dan Breezy, I'm pulling a bulldozer to the spot, kind of vibe, you know. For sure,
3: and I feel like uh, a lot of that vibe came from like Dust Box shit, in a way, you know. Like I, I, that's like why I was able to like kind of feel like be a part of it because it's like it's laid back, but it's also like we're out here to fucking get it, and that's like the, my mindset for the Dust Box as well. Like that's why I'm very blessed to be with those dudes where it's like you know we're just we're just snowboarding. I'll say it again, it's literally mm-hmm. just snowboarding, like. It's insane
0: Would you It just seems like your, your approach to snowboarding Would you say it's just like Just show up And just beat down Whatever's in front of you And then go home Like that's
3: That seems like Exactly you Just be out there for the day Like don't fucking Look around for like The next shit To one up your homie That's sitting right next to you I mean that's That's a beautiful thing to have But like You know You just gotta be out there To like Be yourselves And like be a part of like The adventure that's going down You know mm-hmm. And that's I feel like What, what the Sims crew has have you guys done some team trips together? And Yeah, we went to Japan last year, which was insane until we got shut down by COVID. Mm. But that was an insane experience, like, especially being placed in, like, odd scenarios for myself. Because, like, I don't have much experience in, like, riding backcountry and, like, doing stuff like that. Or, like, I love to free ride and stuff like that. But, like, being in the backcountry is, like, a whole different thing than, like, being in the streets. So it was, like, a beautiful, like, eye-opener to, like kind of know like what the fuck you're doing in a way, you know, and like no better people than like Scott and Keegan and like John Jackson to like teach you the ways, you know, mm-hmm. it's insane. It's a heavy yeah, it's crew. A crew. It's a, crew, a fucking Especially in
1: those crew. Japan. Were you in North Island? Yeah. Nice. That yep. must've been good experience for you. Yeah. It was insane.
0: Another Crazy thing too, experience. when I, when I look at you guys riding together, the thing that is so powerful about you guys' crew mm-hmm. is that it's just the energy that, these guys feed off of each other. Like when, when, for example, going back to this one day at Woodward, I had been looking at the massive kicker all, all year. I'm going up to chairlift to you guys. And it's like, yo, we hitting the hog and you just strap in and you yeah. just hit
3: the hog. It's, it's like, like it's, four o'clock. Yeah. It's like four afternoon. o'clock. Like, why
0: weren't we hitting this when it was actually good? Yeah. Like it's icy and in the shade now, but it's like, all right, I'm trying to get in the mix here. You know, it's just the
3: rhythm of the team, you know, mm-hmm. and that with the homies are feeling, you just get juiced and,
0: and fucking get some. <laughs> For yeah. the record, uh, Mo is army <laughs> crawling underneath the cameras right now.
1: Hopefully the GoPro caught that. That'll be tight.
0: <laughs> The box is uh, slithering back into slithering. the booth. Slithering. Crawling. That's what, that's what we need. Okay, things feel right again. We have the box
3: back in the booth. <laughs> I like that. It's a subtle feeling. Come on.
0: Who, who do you think sets the energy the highest with the box when you guys are like, for example, riding park? Because that's a, something everybody's getting in the mix. Oh,
3: man. I mean, it varies from day to day, you know. But the second you get every single one of those homies out there, that day is going to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like, that day is going to be perfection, you know. And, you know, it's, it's within everybody, you know. Like, I'll go out, like like you said, like, I'll, I'll link with Dan, and you know we're hitting the big jump. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'll hit, like, I'll ride with Cooper, Roz, and it's like, you know we're, like, sessioning some rails, like, mm-hmm. trying to get our shit done, like, fucking having a good time. And then I'll link up with Dean, and you know we're fucking hitting Millie, like we're going to fucking hit some jumps and stuff like that. Like it's a it's a perfect combination of everybody's different vibe that just creates the beauty of the box and show up the Chuck team.
0: with show the up
1: box.
3: And Chuck. How often do you, do you
1: th- all get to ride together?
3: Uh, I mean all year, all the you know? time, Two <laughs> <bands> <laughs> all fucking you just year. Go. Yeah, for you sure. You ever get sick of these fucking? Yeah, games? you ever? Oh get sick. yeah, oh yeah.
0: Who are you the most sick of right
3: now? Reed. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. <laughs> just
0: because he's not here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can say it because he's not here.
0: Yeah, he didn't really show up for the team today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I heard shows scary. a lot. Shows a lot. I'm you know what I like <laughs> about Reed though is that he he likes to like his vinegar comes from like getting angry. Like I'll say something to him on the chairlift that makes him mad. Yeah. And then he'll like chuck a back seven like on a five foot park jump. For sure. Yeah. You need that though. Mm-hmm. And That's the energy you can feed off of. Yeah. That's what you, you like. It's like when you don't have it, you got to pull it from the homies. For sure. Know? Sure. And sometimes you're the one that's setting it, you know?
3: Yeah. You got to be that dude. Otherwise nothing goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rising
0: tide raises all boats. I, I like say that one a little too much. Been beating that one in on a show. little bit. Oh, Yeah. It's
3: perfect. Keep yeah, being is. it. That is a good one. I always wonder
0: this. What's your guys take on park jumps in the video?
3: Uh, that doesn't really happen, you know. Dude, I think but, I mean if if we had a massive jump Fuck it. Put it in there.
0: I was thinking about this the other day. I grew up watching all the old videos. You like Romaine, DeMarkey or whatever. There's like a section in the video of like a fucking big ass park jump. Yeah. And I think that that needs to come back. They were big park jumps.
3: Yeah. Yeah, They were huge. I I remember watching some video from like some snow park video God, dude i don't know what it was me and cooper were watching it the other day but it was the most absurd step down i've ever seen where the lip was probably like 50 feet wide i don't know where it was at it Was, but sean, was white Cause sean white
0: video because sean white
3: had what? a crazy building oh man i forget what it was but like you see something like that where the mm-hmm. jump is just absurd you're like yeah that was fucking badass mm-hmm. like i love a to watch that jump? Shit. i remember i think it was a giant a step down once. yeah, yeah.
1: Did you yeah. say it Austin Sweden?
3: Maybe. I don't know. But the lip was like literally yeah. 50 feet wide, like huge. and I think then, I then like, like what you're talking about. Yeah, like a 100-foot f- step down. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, see, you think get those, something like that. Those like need to come to back
0: and just, I mean, get the whole box. And get them on a, just a hog. You get Southie going front 10. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we'll get a cab 12
3: we, out of Dan. Yeah. Dan, I'll we'll put that in for sure. What do
0: we do? Let's get Southie and doing a cab 12. Come on. What are we doing here? We I, need that. We I, need Because that actually, the thing about a park jump is it actually captures the energy of a session yeah. better than, I know that's like fucking not cool. You're supposed to land in a powder <laughs> or whatever the fucking shit's going on that people have been doing for two decades. But like, I think a good park jump session, like the energy we had that day. Yeah. It's just fucking, the vinegar is pumping through the veins. Yep. You're fired up. The neck veins popping. Yep. You're juiced. Yep. You know, like when, when you're doing a backcountry jump, like three people can hit it or four or yeah. five. It's like not the and it same. it takes
3: hours to do. So
0: yep. I'm, I'm pro park jump.
3: Yeah, we'll get some more park jumps in there. Well, let's, that's what the people want.
0: You be, you've been riding for Volcom since you're seven years
3: old. Yeah. Let's talk about Vico. How's Insane. that Insane. That's family. Mm-hmm. Obviously been family since day one. Um, yeah, very blessed to be a part of that and like... I don't know. It's been like a different, like, it's been a long in and out, you know, and that's just like, that's just the shit. Like, I really don't know anything else at this point. I'm very, very, very blessed to be a mm-hmm. part of that game.
0: Well, that's actually a perfect transition for us to talk about. Uh, Volcom's one of our sponsors. They do the bomb hole of the week, huh, Buds? What yes. are we talking about here?
3: Yo, Have you how, used? How about that dude? Well, oh, the one day? who won? Yeah. A couple Which weeks one ago? did you pick? Which guy was it? I picked this guy that busted the biggest tindy of my life or i've ever seen and caught his nose directly oh. on the landing <laughs> and probably tomahawk's like four times straight to the flat of the flat of the landing um but i was dming this dude and i forget his name i would shout him out but uh he dms me back he's like yeah dude like dislocated like four ribs and oh, broke no. my shoulder on that and then had to hike out like 10 miles i was like <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm glad you could win. But like, shit, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. That's but the, shout
3: out to the homie for So be, what, being what we're talking proof.
0: about is the Volc, hashtag Vulcan bomb-proof program we have going on. Uh, basically, we got to talk about ZipTech a little yeah, bit. Have you that?
3: used ZipTech? Oh, yeah. It's the shit. What's gotta the, uh, why yeah. is it the shit? Yeah, why is it? Tell us. Well, if you're not buying Tech, you're blowing it. And I know you're cold. I know you're getting snow down your pants and up your shirt. But basically, ZipTech combines your pants to your jacket mm-hmm. and keeps you warm. Well, let's take and, let's take Reed,
0: Reed for example. You know, if he goes somewhere, he's going to be violently tomahawking, right? Exactly. A lot
3: of he exactly. He doesn't His,
1: uh, he doesn't land a lot, right? Exactly.
3: He's always eating shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like Reed. ZipTech up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Volcom's <laughs> patented <laughs> interface sounds like it's uh, a good thing, huh? It's a beautiful So, what he, a dis-
0: what he discussed earlier is our Volcom bomb-proof giveaway. Each week, uh, one of the Volcom riders selects a bale of the week, and you get a little bomb hole. Uh, prize pack. Prize pack. Combo. With, with some Volcom gear in there. Yeah, right? and
1: a rider gets to pick it. Just hashtag Volcom bomb-proof. Beautiful collaboration. Y'all who
0: who ragdolls hardest on the Volcom team? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Reed. Reed? Okay.
3: <laughs> Reed. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna be tossing shade the whole time. <laughs> That's my dog.
0: <laughs> Man, he's been kind of getting it. Yeah, he getting week. it this episode. Hey, he asked for
3: the heat. Yeah. He's looking to, oh, for he the did. heat to come at me. I'm going to toss it right at him.
0: I was calling him Young Chirp. He's like, he's not happy with I that nickname. I told him that. He I doesn't like it. That. Yeah, That's the nickname you gave him? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's going to stick, though. We'll see. So, uh, what are you rocking for a setup these days?
3: What's your board? Uh, we got some snowboards on the feet. Best out. Some fucking strong wood. Go purchase some. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and we got that zip tech all around the body you know Fulcum. let's go what uh and then underneath you know we got the dust box product and uh yeah of course on the head as well what uh what kind of bindings and boots we rocking these days boots boots are all over the place right now we're trying to figure out figure out what's going on there but uh shout out union bindings as well been around since day one shout out johan (laughs) at the gang yeah y'all are shit you do anything crazy with your setup
0: like people love to know how people set up their boards our, our listeners do you uh detune
3: uh of course yeah you gotta detune a little bit just so you're not catching your edge whenever you don't need to but uh yeah I don't think I've ever known my stance you don't anything. know your angle i've never width? i've never known my or i know my front foot angle but my back foot angle changes like from time to time I'll go from like zero to three maybe six on a powder day who fucking knows i don't know but uh Posi Posi I've never tried that Negative my, six My pops runs that though Posi Posi He's yeah. an old race head, Yeah right? exactly He's like, yeah. I'm trying to get fast I don't know But yeah I just chuck that thing On the board and You don't s- get go the, the whips
1: so You just eye it up
3: <laughs> Yeah every time
0: What about what, What's your wax protocol
3: uh, Wax when it's necessary How often is the box Wax in their boards Uh, It varies you know you got people like Tommy Towns who refuses to wax when his board is, like, absolutely terminated every time okay. he hits a spot. And then I feel like, you know, just you wax when you need, you know? I don't really know. I don't really wax too much when I'm snowboarding street shit, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to go fast, you know? Wax up. Hit that Swix. That, re- that real <laughs> Hit that shit. <laughs> Whoa, he's got that yeah. ski racer. He knows all the yeah, time. Yeah, come on.
1: <laughs> Hit that (laughs) Swix.
0: Well, Cody, I think we've been doing it, man. Before we wrap it up, do you want to hit any thank yous before we put a bow on this thing?
3: Yeah, thank you, family, from all sorts of directions, from sponsors to the box to mom and dad. Fucking love you guys, and uh, yeah, everybody in between. Some real shit. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, the box,
0: for coming in studio today, and thank yeah, can you guys. We, can
3: we honestly get you guys in here? Yeah, come on get in behind. Get in. get behind the camera. This is some this is some <laughs> real shit right here. This is the yell gang. some shit into the mic. What do you yeah, got? Yeah, come on, say some shit. What do we got to say? Yo, I it's honored to have been here and watched that dude. I fucking love you, <laughs> <laughs> Southie. We gonna get yeah, a cab boys, twelve though. or
0: what? So
3: um, was trying them but got to study up. <laughs> <From home>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now. We got to get a box airbag set. Great job, everybody. Stop talking shit, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Big shout out the body. <laughs> thank <laughs> you guys. Big
3: shout out the body. Wish you were here. You know he's on that big burgundy snowboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week over and out from the bomb hole. Peace. Later. Later. Okay, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed the Cody Warble episode. Before we get out of here, we just got to say, if you're not already subscribed to The Bomb Hole, do not be afraid to subscribe, as well as write a review. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll down a little bit, give us a little review. It helps us out a ton, huh, Butts?
1: Yes. Also, check out our Patreon. This is The Bomb Hole Community It helps us so much. Thank you to all our current members. And I also am wondering, when he says old head alert, is he talking to me?
0: Uh, Yes, Buds, he is talking to me. It's not so
1: tight, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to wish you
0: guys a happy and healthy holidays from the bomb hole. And we will see you next week.